On this episode of the Hitman Podcast, Chris and I sit down with Philadelphia artist Mike Doughty for our target practice interview. We discuss his love for comics, passion, and motivation for some of his most famous artworks, including a viral Philly family piece. And of course, Philly sports and his interesting take on sneakers. Let's get it. That's right, that's right, that's right. You know what it is every week. Whenever you hit that MVP chant, you know what's going on. It's the most valuable podcast in the world, the Hitman Podcast. It's the kid, Chris. I got my brother Mo in here. What's going on, Brody? Where you at? What's good? What's good? What's good? We had a little technical difficulties over here, man. But, you know, I'm cool. I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm chilling, man. You know, trying to stay sucker free, man. The mic almost took me out, but we good, man. We here. How you feeling, bro? I'm good, bro. I know you fresh off of that birthday celebration. You back in uh, back in tune. How was everything? Yeah, man. It was cool, man. I actually took a week and just disconnected. I, I haven't been in tune with anything. Social media, you know, current events. I just took my mind away, got away. Uh, I was thankful to get away to, to a place where I could just, you know, get away and reset. And now I'm back with a clear mindset, ready to beat 2020 up. Right on. Right on. 1,000%. I'm glad you're back because... We back in business. Second installment of Target Practice. I'm so excited yeah, for this today. guest, bro. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Definitely somebody we've been trying to get in touch with. I'm glad we got him today. Damn right. I've been following this brother's work for a couple of years now. He's an amazing artist, like a, a, a visionary. I don't even want to call him an artist. We're going to bring him in in a second, man. Mike Dowdy, North Philly native. But like you seen, if you seen his artwork, it grabs you, bro. Mike Dowdy, aka More Than Mike D. We're gonna bring him in right now. Mike, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Hitman Podcast, Big Dog. How you feeling? Yo, man, I'm feeling good, man. Friday, I'm Corona free, and uh, I'm trying, I'm trying to survive in this world. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, survive and thrive. <laughs> One thousand percent, bro. We trying to stay away from that code. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on the show today, big bro. How you feeling? How's everything going on in Philly? Everything's good. I mean, Philly. You know, Philly. You know, it's just it's joining the protest. Uh, you know, you know, everywhere you go, it's graffiti on the walls. You know, they letting the world know that you know this is the last generation to mess with, man. So it's like when it comes to police brutality and all that stuff. You know, Philly ain't having it. So, and the people standing up, black, white, everything. Everybody's coming to government. It's, Philly looks like Gotham right now. But, you know, we still maintain it. 
Shout out to those fighting a good fight. Shout out to Philly. Shout out y'all standing up for us. Yeah, fighting a good fight. Straight up. Absolutely. Well, listen, man, before we get started with the questions, I got to ask you, I done been to Philly a handful of times. You got to tell me, I done had Ish. I done Uh had John's Rose Pork. Uh I done had Gino's. Uh-oh. Which what's the best Philly cheese in the city? Let me know. Let let Street everybody know what it is right now. Put it to rest. Man, first of all, don't ever go to Gino's. Don't, <laughs> don't ever go to Pat. Don't even go nowhere near West uh, South Philly or whatever that place is. That that's on yeah. disgusting. Though I ate from there, the meat tastes like the metal from the stove. I ain't having it. <laughs> and that's like the tourist attraction because it looked good. But I'm like, that commercial cheesesteak, that's all corny, man. The best, the best place to go is the poppy stores in the hood, dog. Them boys, them dudes, I don't know what they be doing, but they make magic. And they're mm. going to be like 250 <laughs> going to oh, be like damn. 250 So you can get like 10 of them joints for, for the price that Geno's is charging. So when we back outside, we're going to link up and you're going to take us through the city. We're going to pull up on the poppy store. And you're going to show us what's happening straight up. Absolutely. It's going down. Let's get into it, man. Mo, what's the first thing up on deck? Man, Mike, we've been, like you said, we've been fans of your artwork, man. And you've, you have art that, that. You know, has transcended, has reached the masses um but what do you really what do you actually uh make what is the definition of your artwork so um so my style um i do i use uh so i do digital art and with digital art i have a different type of style that most people don't use or never heard of or um but it's called poly art low poly art and it's basically when you you basically use uh shapes to make out an image. So for my shades, I use a triangle. And I, I use triangle for no particular reason. It's just, I love the way that it's the texture of it. And what my art represents is I try to speak to the culture and I try to make, I try to make art that people understand. And I try to make art that, that has a message. But, you know, art is a, it's an unspoken language. You know what I mean? It has no words. It has no script. It has no nothing. But at the same time, it sells a thousand stories or a thousand words. You know, so it's just like, now I try to tell, I try to make artwork that conveys a story, either serious or funny, but other way you get something out of it. So it's basically art with substance. So I want people to walk away with something, either a deep thought, maybe a laugh, maybe a smile, maybe anything. Because I've had people who laugh, I had people who cry, all types of uh, reactions to it. But man, I just always try to give them something, before, you know, when they look at the artwork, so it's art with a, uh, with, with a, with a message. No Absolutely. doubt, no Absolutely. doubt. We were we were trying to we were talking about it because uh, there's not too many artists out here that that fit that style. We weren't sure if you called it like polygonal or pixelated triangle. You said that's the shape that you use uh, for new school uh, or new school, but you yeah. called it triangular. Um, so yours, how I how I would tap into you was similar to um, the style that my man uh, J C Row uses out in L A. Shout out to J Crow. He did the the Kobe mural. Uh, oh yeah, JC Row. I know. Yo, man, look, I got four artists. I got uh, uh, four of our favorite artists. Is Natural. I never heard of him. 
He's right, my favorite right. natural. artist. Shout out to Natural. He's my favorite artist of all time. Um, 13th Vision uh, and JC Row. I did say four, but I really meant three. So it's them three. JC Row. I, I never heard. I don't know his full name, but his Instagram is JC Row. Right. Um, but yeah, he, he used the triangles as well. And I'm like, yo, this dude works amazing. And I want to learn. I want to learn it all, man, because I've been doing this for three years now. So mm. I'm trying to learn it all. Wait, what? Only three, three years? years? Yeah, man. So I, was it been three years? I started in 2018. Yeah. No, so, so yeah, three years. Basically, three years. Three, yeah, three years. Bro, you're blowing my mind. I'm thinking you 10, 12 years in the game. You three years with the work you putting out? Oh, my goodness, bro. Yeah, man. Shout to talent. Bro. Shout to talent. Shout to God-given talent. Yo. Yeah, gotta give man. it up for you that, bro. Amazing things. Like, I always knew how to draw or anything like that, but I never pursued it. Like, I never knew how to, like, pursue art. So I never had a vision for it, dog. But once I had a vision for it, then I can see the opportunities I can get from it. And that's thing, you know, I, I said, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for it, see what happens. And, like, in a month, my first celebrity that shot me out, like, in a month, was Big Daddy Kane. Big Daddy Kane mm. gave me a little shout-out. And after that, it's just been like a little wave of people. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been like a little wave of people, man. And I never I never stopped. I never looked back. Straight up. Straight up. That's dope, bro. Like, when we talk about your, when you're getting started, just, just finding that love for art, uh, mm-hmm. I, we've, we've, we've listened to you and you, you've gotten your inspiration from, you know, your childhood, growing up watching Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, I, I've, I watched you in, in multiple interviews say like one of your biggest inspirations uh, was Dragon Ball Z. I was kind of like yeah. uh, <laughs> rushing home at four, whatever time it came on Cartoon Network, four o'clock, four thirty in the afternoon, making sure right. I sat down in front of it. Uh, I kind of shed that sentiment just going, growing up, learning how to draw. And, uh, just talk to us a little bit about your inspiration. You also a really big, uh, like you really a, a movie critic, a movie buff. Like that's something that you like to do in your spare time. Too. So just talk to us a little bit about how that inspiration came about. I mean, you know, you don't grow up, you grew up in a culture where, you know, you know, you you grew up in the hood. You don't really got nothing. You, know, you, you ain't got no, you know, celebrity around your neighborhood. You ain't got no role models in your, in, your, in your neighborhood. You ain't got nothing to look at and nobody to look up to. The only people to look up to is the people on TV. You know, I never had a dad, right. but Phil, Huff, mm-hmm. Phil, you know, Uncle Phil was my pop or, you know, uh, or uh, the dad, Carl Winslow, you know, he was mentoring me. Yeah, so the people matters. from, yeah, man. So I used to, I used to watch TV and that's all I really did was watch TV, probably go outside with my friends, play ball and all that other good stuff, play video games. Well, you know, in the hood, when you really got that much going on, all you can do is just, Put on some TV, learn about pop culture subconsciously, and fall in love with it. And if you know, that starts to become your world. So after a while, you start you start drawing what's inside of you. So I'm feeding myself with all this pop culture, all this, all these different things that I, I'm growing to love, and that's inside of me now. So when I draw, it's coming out onto the page. And if you know, it birthed it, 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 it raised me. So at the same time, it's like I'm a product of what I've seen on TV. And that might sound kind of like, like, dang, you must be in a bad neighborhood. But at the same time, it, it raised me to be the person I am today. And I had mom, and I had mom, I had no dad, but I had a brother. I looked up to him for a little while. But uh, 
but yeah, man. So I just basically just was around a lot of stuff that I like, and I just watch TV, and I love movies. Like I watch movies still to this day. I love it, and I go to the movies by myself and all that stuff. And now I take my girl, but uh, everything's been good, man. So I just been trying to keep up with everything, but I love all types of movie content, all types of genres, and I'm into everything. Got you. I mean, that's, it's a really a dope thing that, you know, I wish that nowadays we had these shows like The Fresh Prince and, you know, Family Matters that showed that positive black, Martin, um, you yeah. know, that positive right. black uh, figure in the household um, leading the family and, you know, making sure that the kids went to school and graduated. And for me, um, I just want to let people want people to know that you didn't, you know, have a probably a father growing up, but you sure was smart. Talk to people about that. What'd you go to school and study, bro? So I went to Penn State. I didn't graduate, though. <laughs> I didn't graduate. So I went to Penn State for... But now nah, I went to Penn State. I went to uh, Penn State first, and then I, I got to Penn State, Maine. And I was taking up... I wanted to take up graphic design. And so Penn State is kind of uh, different, man. So you have to get accepted into the school. And then if you want to take graphic design as a major, you have to get accepted into the graphic design program. So I enroll, I tried to enroll into it, but I didn't get accepted. So when I didn't get accepted, I ended up leaving. Cause I was like, if it's not graphic design, I don't want to do it. You know what I mean? So I ended up leaving. Uh, right. So I left Penn State and I went to Kmart and got, my, <laughs> got a job at Kmart. <laughs> when well, they got a job at Kmart, man. See but, what y'all missed out on and, Penn State? But nah, yeah, I mean, Penn State, I don't know what's up, man. I think college is weird, period, though, man. It's like, why you got to get accepted to these schools? They basically want you to be good before you get there. But am I, I'm going there to learn. So if I'm a, if I have to already know, then what's the point of going? Well, you ain't missing out on nothing. Exactly. They're missing out on you, exactly. nevertheless, bro. College, college, I'm sure, even at that time, it had a, it had some type of effect on you. Uh, pushing yeah. you and challenging you uh, to use your time wisely and to you know pump out these great pieces that you've been giving us, man. Uh, one thing that I do want to talk to you about one piece in particular. Mm-hmm. It kind of puts you on the map a little bit. The Philly Family Part One piece, right? Talk to us about how it came about. What was the 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 message, the initial message when you first did it? Um, and then just talk about the reset, like your your attitude or your mindset from the reception that you got from it. Yeah, man. So, so in the beginning, when I first started, I was doing nothing but like, uh, you know, black, you know, cultural um, artwork that speaks to you know particularly uh, the black culture. You know, a lot of things that you know we grew up around and that we understand. And so I was putting out that, getting a nice little feedback, and I was thinking about my own city. And I'm doing, I'm doing like stuff with Big Daddy Kane. I'm doing stuff with uh, Kanye West and all these other things. And I'm thinking like, man, like I gotta do something for my city because every person who came from my city, they ended up leaving. And I, I don't look at that as a bad thing because no matter how far they go, they always give a shout out and they salute back to Philly. No matter how far they go, like Will Smith, he done went to. L.A., Miami, all that stuff, but he always showed love to Philly. He never forgot his roots. And I'm just right. admiring, I'm, I'm admiring all these people who came from my city. Like, 
that's inspiration by itself. But one thing I've never seen, and I've never seen this, is everybody from Philly that made it coming together in one space. And I'm thinking like, dang, that would be powerful for somebody, for all these people to come together and allow everybody to like just appreciate what they've done. Man, that would be incredible. So I was like, you know what? Let me create that space for them. Let me create that gathering. And once I thought of the idea, I just wanted to do it. And once I did it, man, it's like something unexpected came. And I wasn't expecting a lot of people responding to it, but I posted on I posted on a Saturday morning. It took me like a month to do. Posted on a Saturday morning. I texted to a friend of mine before I posted, and she was like, I wonder how many celebrities going to post that. And I was like, I don't know. And I posted that next morning. I went to sleep because I was tired and I was doing so much. I went to sleep and I woke up and my phone was dancing. <laughs> it was had so many, it had notifications out of nowhere. Dog. And my first notification was somebody told me that Iverson posted my artwork. Mm. And I woke up to Iverson, dog. I'm like, yo, I, I, I was crazy. Dog. I just couldn't believe it. Like, AI is a hero. Like, he is the man. Like, People's channel. You know, yeah, like it's just the dude that you know took our city to the playoffs and all that stuff. Almost had the chip, you know, kind of by himself. Um, and this dude posted my artwork. You know what I mean? And after that, it just the wave. Kevin Hart started. Kevin Hart posted it. Uh, mm. Quest Love posted it. Uh, um, uh, talk Beanie that Siegel. talk. Talk that talk. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, man, it was crazy, dog. I just couldn't believe it, and I, I was like, everybody from Jill, uh, what's called, uh, not Jill Scott at that moment, but um, just all this music soul child, everybody, dog. And then once I posted it, I was waiting for Will Smith. I'm like, oh man, Will Smith ain't posted it today. I'm like, oh, that's corny, but I, I appreciate everybody else, no matter what. But so the next day on a Sunday, I was at church, and at the church, I normally play chess with a friend of mine. So I play chess. And I get a notification on my phone saying Will Smith posted your artwork. And as soon as I and as soon as I read it, my phone died. My phone died. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my phone died. It's like my phone fainted or something. That joke couldn't handle it. That joke couldn't handle it. His phone passed out. Yeah, that joke was like, oh no, that joke was crazy. And I looked at my friend I was playing chess with. I said, yo, you won. And I found the nearest outlet, plugged my phone up. I was charging it, put the phone back on, went to his page, bad mm. signal. <laughs> that joint had to load. Oh <laughs> I'm like, this joint, hey, I said, this joint do not want me to see this thing. The phone cannot handle it. Um, yo, why did that, yo, 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 why did that sound like us, Mo? We was just talking about the sneakers app. Why did that sound like us trying death. to get through the shoes, bro? Coming through. Come on, man. <laughs> that joint be buffering. <laughs> that joint like YouTube 2001. That joint was crazy. Up. Yeah. That so joint hooked up. You got the phone charged up. And what, did you finally get a chance to see it? Yeah, that joint said Will Smith posted one new picture. And that joint loaded. Yeah. And it was mine, dog. And I literally hit the floor, dog. Like my knees hit the floor. I just, I couldn't believe it, dog. Like I wanted to cry so, like, so much because, Straight. you know, when you work hard for something, like, and it finally happens, it, it feels like, dang, like, you did it. It felt like, it felt in that moment, like, you know how you get that I have arrived moment, that feeling? Like, I have arrived. And you feel like, 
dang, like, I did it. And it was crazy. And when he posted it, the news called me, the local news called me, uh, like Fox 29, they called me. And they came to my house and did an interview on me. And they said, when you do part two, we're going to do a live on TV. So it is a part two Philly family. And I was able to reveal it live on TV. And that's when I got the shout out from Jill Scott finally, because everybody's giving me the backlash about her not doing Yeah. Yeah. But right. Nah, let's talk man. about let's talk about that for a second because when we first got turned we first got turned on to 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 the Philly fan piece it was amazing right yeah but with the with that positive reception there were people that were uh, Philly natives and were speaking out and I saw I came across Jill Scott's message to you and it was really personal it was really positive but it was mm-hmm. criticism she was saying you know my brother you know I, I I would love to see this person that person I would love for you to include this person that person. And you took it. You didn't take it as a dish. You didn't take it as a negative. It, it seemed like you it, you took it as fuel, as motivation. And when you brought that Philly that Philly family part two piece out, it was just it was a it was like an overload of Philly legends. And at that point, it's like yo, like it was amazing yeah. for me to see it in real time. But for you to actually experience it, talk to us about getting that message from Jill and just the process in terms of going from Philly family part one to Philly family part two. Yeah, man, it felt so real. Like it felt like it felt like a fantasy almost. Like I'm like, what the heck? Like I, I'm from I'm, I'm a simple dude. Like I come from I'm from 15th Street. Like I come from the hood. Like I come from nothing. Like I come from North Philly, one of the dangerous parts in Philly. And I never had like I never talked to a celebrity in that. Never celebrity never talked to me. Never no celebrity came to my school. None of that. And for now, for this celebrity to, to send me a personal message like that, like, it felt surreal, dog. It felt bizarre, um, but it felt necessary because in that moment, like, I created something that, that brought a lot of attention. And I was like, dang, I felt good about the post and exposure, but at the same time, I felt bad. Like, how did I miss out on Boys and Men? How did I miss out on Katie the mm-hmm. Bell? How did I miss mm-hmm. out on all these people? And I'm like, dang, I was such in a rush to get this thing done that I forgot about, you know, some heavy hitters, man. And but once she corrected me, once she came at when she wrote that message and she sent me, you know, uh, you know, just, you know, her gratitude and some correction, you know, I, I received it. Because at the same time, you know, she's a legend for a reason. You know what I mean? So I had to take it, you know, take it to the chest and uh, you know, take the hit. So I was I, I humble myself and say, you know what, let me just do this the right way. And let me uh, let me make it aim straight. So I did a fairly family too. And yeah. But it was it was it was crazy, man. Yeah, it to make things straight. The the one thing that I was saying is that um you come off very humble, you know, and it's time of, you know, talking about something that could, you know, change change your life in a sense. Um you were still humble and receptive to the feedback. And you've had luminaries that have co-signed your art. Meek Mill, Will Smith, Kevin Hart, Patti LaBelle, Kendrick Lamar, Lizzo, just to name a few. Um, explain or just exp- uh, give us a couple experiences that meant the most to you and how they inspired your art. And give us any advice that they probably gave you during that interaction. Uh, yeah, man. So when I did the Philly uh, Family 2 joint, um, I got like interviews like all over. I, had, I was on Power 99, uh, radio station. 
uh, made you know Fox News and all that stuff. But then I did, I, I did when I had three point two on it. I had a radio, uh, a radio host named Patty Jackson. Yeah. So when I did, I put Patty Jackson in the uh, picture too. And what she did was she put a hit out on me. She put a hit out on me <laughs> saying, "Whoever knows this young man." I need to contact him because I want to talk to him right now. <laughs> he put me in thing. She was happy about it. So she put a hit on me. So I'm getting all these phone calls from people. I'm like, no, Penny Jackson's asking for you. So he uh, DM'd me and all that stuff. He got a phone number and he started talking. I went to the radio station and started talking to her. She put me on a, uh, put me on air. And she, I said, I said, you know, you know what I love? Yes, what I want the most, whatever. And I asked her, you know, it would be love, it would be amazing if I give it to Patty Bell. And she said, Oh, yeah, what? I remember that. Uh, I remember that. Yo, man, she called Patty Bell on the phone. And I got to talk to her on the phone. And we were talking. She was like, She was like, Oh, I'm mad. I'm mad at you. <laughs> I'm like, What you mad at me for? She's like, You ain't put me in the Philly family picture. I'm like, Oh, my goodness. So you know, I put her in it. And um, I was able to go backstage in a concert and present it to her uh, backstage in a concert. And that was like one of my biggest moments, man. So I had my mom with me, and I was able, you know, I was able to like bring my mom. She had actually personally, and she gave my mom a hug, dog, gave me a hug, took pictures with us. Dude, it's amazing by the by the picture, man. It was just incredible. Yo, Mike. Yo, Mike. How many patty pies have y'all gotten for Thanksgiving since then? Oh, we ain't get no Patty Pies. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't get no Patty Pies, but I did have my first one, like, right after that. So I was like, let me go try this Patty Pies. And that shit was good, though. It was good, man. It was good. But as far as biggest moments, man, that, that probably was one of my biggest moments. Like, uh, but, nah, uh, biggest moments the Will Smith. I don't think nobody, nothing's top of that. I don't think nothing's top of that for me. It's that meeting Will Smith. But other than that, man, um, yeah, man, that was that. There was moments like that with Taylor Bell that really um, affected me. It's like, wow, like I can really do something with this artwork. I'm going, it can take you places. So it really just like affected me mentally, like, yo, and it influenced me mentally, like, in a good way, just to, to know, like, yo, you can really make it with art. And that's part of the reason why I took it so long to even do art because I never had a business for it. But now I do. It, it does seem cool. I think it's I think it's amazing that you're able to trust yourself and lean into your talent. And I think that's what kind of uh, me personally just just watching you, bro, just being a, just being a fan. I think that's what connects you. Uh, I think that's what that connective tissue is between these artists. Like you, obviously, you know your your girl's a big Lizzo fan. I saw what you did for her in terms of getting that getting that artwork done and then having her reach out uh and send that birthday wish out to your shorty um yeah. and that just came off of you know just, that just came from an artistic spirit for you all to connect in that in that regard right you see you see uh you see k dot wearing uh one of your more most iconic pieces your 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 more than mike or be like mike uh mashup with mike jack mj mike tyson uh and that's that's one of the ones that I first saw. That's, I actually have that piece. Uh, I bought a couple of, uh, a, I bought a crew neck and I bought a, a hoodie from the site way back uh, a couple of years ago, and that's the first one I saw. Uh, and then again, obviously, like you said, the Will Smith one kind of 
with, with the battery that was the rocket ship that took you out of here, uh, the Bel Air Academy. And then obviously, you know, Meek Mill's one of, uh, he's like one of my favorite artists, uh, not just Philly artists, but just artists, period. Like I stay with Meek in my playlist. And right. I know that, you know, you coming from the same place, uh, he's also been a big motivating factor, a big inspiration for you as well. You've gotten a chance to, you know, be in the same space as him and present him with some artwork too. So it's amazing, yeah. man, the, the things that you've been doing. And like you said, art can take you places. Yeah, absolutely, man. It, just, it does things for you. I never dreamed of, dog. Like, I never just thought of like, getting music. I got been in the tell you right now you're doing a service for the country and it might seem small but it's, it's it's your pieces are socially conscious and i don't even know if you even went into it with that idea um a good handful of your pieces that we're gonna go through later on in the interview uh, but the ones that jump out in me to me and mo in particular the creation of racist cops juneteenth with the american flag birth of a nation Take the Charge, MAGA, yay, American Race. Um, these are the ones that, you know, we're, we hopefully are going to see in the in the, the Smithsonian, in the African American Museum out in D.C. one day, framed up. Um, talk to us about, yo. Yeah, we were talking about that on the air. We were talking about that off the air earlier, how Cube uh, reposted one, reposted that, uh, the birth of race, the creation of racist cops. Uh, for those yeah. that don't know, it's um. Well, I, I'll let you talk about it, Mike. But it's uh, it's a play on um, the 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 creation of the the creation of man, uh, where it's uh, the fingers touching, and in this in this rendition, it's uh, a a leader, a, a grand wizard, Ku Klux Klan member, touching the finger of a white policeman, um. It speak like your work speaks a thousand words. Talk about just talk about a handful of pieces now um, that are speaking to you know the 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 type of time that we're on in the country, uh, in particularly the creation of racist cops. Just talk to us a bit about uh, you know where that came about, the inspiration behind that. Yeah, man, I believe that everything takes everything takes fruit at its own time, and everything produces fruit at its own time. So like when you have like you know you have like a, a bad parent who's abusive, that kid's probably going to grow up to be abusive. You know, it's like father, like son. You know, when you have a loving family, probably get a loving child. You know, not, not nine times out of ten, but most likely. Um, uh, and it's the same thing with racist cops. Um, I feel like they're almost a product of the KKK because they have the same type of mindset. Um, it's all about, I, I am superior and I, I am above you, therefore mm. I have control and I have dominion over you. So, you know, a person with a KKK, their mindset is I'm greater. And of course, with a cop with a badge and with a gun, 
And when you are defenseless, of, of course you're going to think that I'm greater and uh, I'm more superior. So I think that they got the, the cops, the racist cops, got the platform and a blueprint from, you know, the, the clan members. So it's, it's, it's basically like them being a creation of, it's, it's almost like the cops being a creation of what you said, what, uh, of the KKK members. Right. And, you know, I, I got the image as a reference from uh, the creation of Adam. And, you know, Adam, we like, we're like in an image and likeness of God. I feel like cops, racist cops, are in, the, are in the same image and likeness of the KKK members. And I used to beat people and hang people and just do all the crazy stuff to uh, black people. And you see the same thing today. Like I said in, um, on Instagram, you know, it's just modern day lynching what cops are doing to uh, black people and keep getting away with it. So I feel like everything produces fruit after its own time. You know what I mean? So I feel like they got the blueprint from them and they're producing fruit based on it. Yeah, man, it's a very powerful piece. Um, you have a few of them that like have really blown me away, man. It, the birth of a nation one is unbelievable. Um, if I didn't tell you, I'm telling you now. It's, un- it's an unbelievable piece, man. Um, keep that going. I think that in this time, we need something to connect to and something to uh, give us perspective. And that's what your art is definitely doing for us, man. Um, I want to continue with something. Uh, keep going. That is a quote that you spoke on in the past. Um, it's a small one, but it's monumental to you as an artist and as a man. Um, tell us a little bit more about, you know, how these two words affect you so deeply. Yeah, man, keep going. Uh, you think about, like, you know, you think about, like, progress or, like, transition or movement, period. Um, you know, it's almost like steps. You know, if you keep stepping, so if you kept stepping, eventually you'll arrive to a place. You'll arrive to a destination. And I feel like those steps might be small, those steps might be big, but nonetheless, you put one foot in front of the other and, you know, you, you create movement. So I feel like that's, you can apply that principle to so many other things. So, like, if I was let's take my, me, for the, uh, for example, uh, for me, I post artwork. I do, I do art. Like, art is not is non-essential, you know? But at the same yeah. time, you can create something and make it feel like it's necessary and make it feel like it connects with, with people. And it does. And it does connect with people. Um, but at the same time, people don't need art to live because one day you need food and all that shelter and all that stuff. Um, but at the same time, you keep pushing, you keep working, people will start believing in you. People will start investing in you. People will start walking with you because they see something just as you see it, like, yo, I know you don't need this, but I feel like you can use it. You know, I know you don't need this, but I feel like it can speak to your life. I feel like it can help you. And eventually, when you keep going and posting artwork like that, um, when you keep showing people uh, different perspectives on things, when you motivate people, when you make people laugh, make them smile, even, you know, uh, touch someone's heart, you know, eventually, they're going to share that with somebody else. And eventually, that's going to grow into a whole uh, a whole movement almost. And next thing you know, you're going to yeah. get your name out there. So you can apply that to anything. If you keep going, if you keep going, you eventually arrive. And Absolutely. It, all, it, it takes faith, it takes hope, and it takes action. You know, it takes action. 
because once you believe in yourself, you start to move forward. You know, but, you know, faith without action is, you know, dead. You know, uh, faith without faith without action is dead. So, yeah. So if you keep if you believe in yourself and you keep going, eventually it, it will happen. Because you can't tell me if you do a hundred hundred million sit ups, you can't get your ass. You can't tell me you, you won't. You can't tell me that. You know, you can't tell me if you mm. run a mile every day, you won't be run 50 miles, you know, 360 miles. You know what I mean? You can't tell me you won't see results. You know what I mean? Because you're putting in work. So eventually, you're going to see some something. But the key is to keep going. That's the key. You got to keep going. Because eventually, you'll see the fruit of your labor. When we're talking about results, uh, went back and saw that one of your biggest inspirations was uh shepherd fairy uh for yeah. those that don't know he did the obama uh the home um back when he was uh campaigning it's the the red and blue the red and blue portrait um but you have been a bit of an inspiration to some of the new school artists uh in the game nowadays but you haven't been doing it by yourself bro um when I talk to people about your artwork, it's hard to not be able to mention your partner in crime. I, I like to call y'all the art world's uh, Snoop and Dre or the art world's <laughs> DJ Mustard and YG. And you yeah. already know who I'm talking about. Yeah, um, talk, Yeah, talk to us about how you was able to create that connection, that tag team with um, with with your fellow, uh, you know, Justin notorious Richburg. art, your notorious artist, uh, Justin Richburg. Just talk about that link up. How did it come about? How long have you known each other? And just how you all, how you both inspire each other in terms of being like phenomenal artists? Yeah, man, we actually grew up on the same block together. We grew up, grew up around each other since we were kids. His mom knew my mom, and Word. we just we just linked. You know, we Cousins. I even know he yeah <laughs> I even know he can draw. That's my brother. For real, for real. We talk, we you know we joke, we fight, we argue, all that stuff. Um, but we you know, we love each other at the end of the day. But we grew up around each other, man. We got a photo together. I he showed me like a couple years ago. I got my little uh I'm like two foot three and he like four foot six something. Of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and we like little kids, you know, like second, third grade. But nah, we go way back, man. But I didn't even know he can draw. Um until I got to high school. Since we went to the same high school with Simon Greg. Mm. And uh I didn't even know he can draw. And I he didn't know I could draw. And because I was drawing, I wasn't even doing like cartoons. I was doing like portraits of real people. Like I used to like draw just real portraits of real people. And he used to draw the same thing he's drawing now, like cartoons. Um, but yeah, man, like he's been like a huge inspiration for me. And uh, like he's part of the, the reason why I have the vision I have today. Because when I was just working, you know, doing a little my little Kmart joint, he was out there working with. Chris Brown, Wale, um, and so many other artists. And I'm thinking like, dang, you doing this for art? Let me see if I can and I, I, let me see if I can do the same thing. And in the beginning, in the very beginning, dog, I was coming up with ideas and I was trying to give it to him. But he would never take none of my ideas. I'm like, yo, you was sleeping, dog. Like I got all these ideas. I, I wanna give it to you. He was like, nah. I'm like, you tripping. And I'm like, the first day, I remember I went to the movies. I went to go see Star Wars all by myself. Because, you know, I love movies. Went right. to Star Wars all by myself. And I was just thinking, I, was, I called him after the, after the movies. I was like, yo, man, you know what would be funny? 
if I if uh, if Big Daddy Kane was getting a haircut by Darth Vader with the Dar- little lightsaber, the, Darth, the yeah. Darth Vader piece, yeah, yeah right, the Darth right, Vader right, piece, right. And I'm thinking like that would be super funny, and it's like a cool name with it and all that stuff. I said, yo, you can do that. No. <laughs> like, that sounds like that sounds like that Justin sound like too. Dry as yeah, hell. Yeah, no. when, Chris, when you ask like, me a question, I'm like, I'm like nope. Tripping, dog. Like, I'm like, you are tripping. Like, so I said, you know what? How about this? I'm gonna do it, and that ends up being like one of my first pictures that I've I've done, like starting off. And then after that, um, Big Daddy Kane gave me the shout out. And after that, man, I just been on a wave of doing more stuff. And but yeah, man, Justin's been he's been my partner and we're actually working on some some big stuff, like like really big stuff uh out there, uh on a TV show. Working on a uh an animated T V show together and we got like some heavy uh big um some big names to produce it. So it's gonna be crazy, man. So hopefully um that thing can get picked up by a studio and so we can get started on it, man. But we got some heavy hitters in our corner right now, and it's looking like it's going to be crazy. So me and him, we uh we working, and we actually partner up together and working on the uh, collective project. But yeah, man, it, it looks like it's it's going it's going in our favor. I but yeah, that sounded that sounded a lot like how our podcast got started. Uh, you know, Mo and I, we've been knowing each other since '06. Uh, but just but just going back and forth about sports and going back and forth about sneakers and just life in general, just having that having that connection and that bond. I seen that both of y'all are big on movies, and for those that don't know, Richburg, uh, he does a, he's been doing phenomenal work as well. He did a he did Janae Aiko's video. He did the animated video for her. Yeah. Um, he's done. He did the, uh, the how I came about seeing him. Was when he did the mashup, the the Peyton Full Dragon Ball Z picture. So where it's Rico, Mitch, and Ace uh, mm-hmm. in that one picture. I think he has uh, Goku, Piccolo, and Vegeta um, yeah. substituted. So needless to say, like Dragon Ball Z is a is a big inspiration for the both of you all. But I also have a piece of his uh, on print where it's a Peyton Full scene where uh, Vegeta is. I think he's uh, Rico, and Frieza's Calvin in the car with the chick before he's like, you know, what's popping, Kermy. Um, so that was a really cool. Yeah. I, I just wanted to throw it out that I was, like I was inspired by the both of you all. But he's like you said, he's he's got some heavy hitters behind him. He's he's uh, made connections with Charlemagne, uh, like I just mentioned, Janae Aiko and a few others. Um, so it's amazing that you all are pushing each other, uh, just as, as friends, but also as you know, contemporaries, fellow artists, and uh, you're reaching the masses, man. So kudos to the both of y'all. Really proud of both of y'all and the work that y'all are putting forth, man. I appreciate it. That's just love, man. It's been, it's been an amazing journey, man. And I'm just going to keep going. And uh, now, stop going. Yeah. Stuff. Now, Mo, Mo wanted to ask you a question. I, and I, I, I heard word word around the campfire is you are you a big LeBron fan. Now you 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 a Philly you a Philly native. You Sixers by at the heart, but I heard you was yeah. a big LeBron fan. That's something you and Mo got in common. <laughs> Listen, me and LeBron yes, got sir, love and relationship. You know what I mean? <laughs> We gotta love what him. Like? I love LeBron. I, I love LeBron, but I'd be like, yo, dog, he be frustrating me sometimes, man. I'd be like, what the heck is this dude doing? Listen. <laughs> and that yeah, is trust like the, the accurate representation. Listen, that's how my feelings sound when I be like, 
listen, man, <laughs> this dude, love him. I feel like every time he puts the ball up, it's going to drop. I feel like I have that much confidence in him. Like, I feel like anything he do, it's going to be, it's going to be it. Except when he passes. <laughs> Except when he passes. Except when he passes. I'm like, what you doing? Mo, you can speak to that, bro. You ain't gotta Look, be shy. You can tell them how you feel on, about it too. Dog. <laughs> Get in there, dog. Come on, man. Don't you don't gotta you don't gotta hype me up to talk about Brian, bro. I'm, I'm already I'm here with it. Look, Mike, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a tip as a Brian fan from one fellow Brian fan to another. Yeah. You gotta trust yeah. the process, man. This is yeah. who he is. He is built like a he is built like a computer. You know what I'm saying? He makes the best play right. possible. I get mad, my I get mad too, but. I mean, nine times out of ten, he's right. So I'm like, all right, you got to live with them passes sometimes. Um, I can think of some that I wish he never passed. I damn printed in my brain right now, but as a Brown fan, you definitely got to <laughs> you definitely gotta take the good with the bad. So I definitely understand you there. And you guys being from Philly, so you from Philly. Meek Mill, one of my favorite artists. One of his favorite songs yeah. of mine is Championships. Speaking yeah. of Championships. What's up? What is Philly gonna do this year? We starting back the NBA starting back up. What, what they got? What, what, what Philly looking uh, like? Philly ain't doing nothing, dog. Philly ain't doing nothing, bro. Damn. bro Damn. Dog. <laughs> Philly ain't Damn. doing nothing. Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, dog. That's cold Yo, blooded. I, I don't know what that was. I had to send this dude a letter, something, man. I'm about to write something out for him. Look the stat. <laughs> <laughs> it's been disappointing. It's been disappointing. I'm not taking any shots. I, I love that. I love Ben Simmons. At the same time, it's like, dude, like, put up a three, put up a two, put up something. Like, stop trying to take it to the hole. Even though it works, but at the same time, it works in some cases. And actually, it probably works in most cases. But for the, the, the small cases that we when we really need it, and you wide open, and they taunting you, backing up, saying you ain't gonna take it. Like dog, chuck yeah, one up. You. At least, even if you miss, chalk you. it up. You're right. But it's like dog, I'm like how shoot. you lose your shot. I mean, what's up with you? Like it just, it just, <laughs> it don't make sense to me. Like we lost a lot of games because we're not shooting. And then Joel and B, I love and B. I think he's the hardest Philly right now. I feel like this dude go down South Philly and he play ball with the locals. Like that's unheard of. Like I don't think AI. First of all, AI. You know I love AI, but. Hey, I got kind of an attitude, dog. <laughs> I've seen this dude one time. He grilled me. And he grilled me, dog. I was like, what the heck? I love him. But well, AI grilled you for AI. Yeah, I don't know, man. I remember I used to, I used to, I used to, I used to work in uh, a criminal courtroom. And I remember, I remember Meek, he was in the court, he was in the courthouse when I was there. So, like, I was there when he had the whole trial with the judge that he don't like and all that stuff. And I remember Nick, Nicki Minaj came out. And Nicki Minaj walked right by me. <laughs> and then she walked by me. She grilled me and my friends. I'm like, what's up? all these people grilling me? I'm like, oh, oh what's up? Like, it's crazy. But AI kind of gave me the grill. Nicki Minaj kind of gave me, gave, gave me the grill. But nah, man. Um, it's something about Philly where a lot of people just, I don't know. Philly is a hard, it's a, it's a, it's a hard city anyway. A lot of people don't make it here. Um, oh, a lot man. of people just stay here. But, you yeah, know, Philly is, you know, it's a strong city. Yeah, it, you know, Philly go hard yeah, when it comes to sports, and they don't play no games. They take everybody's victims. You know what I mean? So, so you, uh, but now, nah, like, so I'm coming. You saying y'all not going nowhere? Y'all not doing nothing this year? Nah, we ain't doing nothing, dog. Not from at least 2030. Eastern Conference Finals? Um, 
You said 2030. Yeah. <laughs> no, Eastern, no Eastern Conference Finals? No, you don't, Damn. You don't think they can make it to the no, finals. No, I mean, we're going to make the playoffs probably every year. But as far as the championship, uh, no, nah, mm. they ain't doing that. Because first of all, Philly, one thing about Philly coaches, or Philly, uh, uh, whoever, uh, the people in charge of uh, the trade, dog, they always end up trading the best players. Yo, when, I don't even know, but Chip Kelly, when he came, he, he traded to Sean Jackson. Like, what the heck? Oh, on he the <laughs> like, Yeah, like, what the heck? Like, it's, I don't know he what it wilding. is but about Philly coaches. I thought that was motivated by something. Yeah, I'm like, well, they said that Sean Jackson was gang affiliated. So I'm like, what? You want to trade him off the team? Like, I think I don't think they had a good relationship, but the same, like, still, like, I don't know, man. It's just crazy. Like, they always trade the best players. Always trade the best players. They traded Iguodala. They traded so many people, man. And I'm like, why are they getting rid of all these people? Like, we need these people. They traded, uh, they traded a lot of people, man. I, I don't know, like, talking about it sometimes. Cause it's like, yo, <laughs> I'm getting heated because I'm like, I'm part of those thousands that be fans that be going people. Like, I'm like, yo, man, y'all not playing good tonight. Like, what's up with y'all? Well, who you got? Who you got going to the finals then? If you ain't got Philly in it, I, I, I thought they at least had a shot. But you giving nah, us the real, you like nah, no chance. Nah, they not doing nothing because Embiid isn't. He all, you know, he all lazy, running the floor, looking like Shaq. You know what I mean? Like Shaq from ESPN, not Shaq from back in the day. Um, but <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> yeah. But nah, uh, who I got this year? I mean, I see, I see. I mean, Celtics doing a lot. The um, uh, uh, Giannis, Giannis, this dude is a beast. I, I see them going probably all the way. Um, of course, L.A. It might. It, yeah, L.A. It who might, though? Be specific. L.A. who? L.A. Yeah. Who? <laughs> the Lakers. The Lakers. Oh, okay. All right. Just want to yeah. make sure you're cleaning that up. Lakers look like they're doing really well. Um. Yeah, man. I think I, I can see. I want. I want the Lakers to win. I want LeBron to win. Even though I, I'm upset that he went to the Lakers. I'm upset that he went to the Lakers because you don't do stuff like that. Like if if you got Kobe, like if you got Kobe, y'all y'all basically play in the same era. I don't think you could go to another man's team when you played with that man against that man, like, and I don't think you should play in the same era, because, like, it's like, um, that's like saying, like, if, man, uh, Jordan would've went to the Lakers when Magic retired. Like, that would've been, like, like, dog, you don't go to another man's team, especially when, you know, especially when y'all play in the same era. Like, let that man have his team, because what if you go to his team, and then Jordan just undo all the stunt on Magic? Like, yo, I know you wanted this, you did this, you did that, but I'm about to take over and make this my team. I don't like stuff like that. Like, let him have his team. Let him have his name with his team. But don't paint on it or don't try to put your don't don't try to put your shadow over what he did. Because I feel like either you got to live up to that expectation or you got to match it or you got to succeed it. So it's just like, yo, don't even put that stuff, put that on you. Because if you really wanted to be in L.A., you could have went to the Clippers. Could went to the Clippers with all that. So I'm like, why you do that? That's Kobe's team. Now, if Kobe was a vet over you, if he was, if I ain't playing the same era, that would have been cool. 
but I don't think you should go into another man's team, man. I just don't. I don't agree with it. I don't agree so with it. You're that. old school with it. You about the competitive nature of it. You still about the competition, like. Yeah, man. Absolutely. I, I'm. I'm all for. I ain't gonna say I'm 100 percent for a super team, but I. I ain't gonna lie. I do enjoy. You know, when the Warriors is playing, I enjoy them trashing everybody. That joint was crazy. But um, I do want. I, I do want LeBron to win. More uh, than Jordan, I want him to have that because he surpassed Jordan on a lot of things, and I want him to uh, surpass Jordan with the ring too. So, uh, yeah, man, I want him. I'm with you, bro. I, I want him to surpass Jordan, man, because LeBron is one of the best, and I actually do think it's Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, but at the same time. When it comes to numbers, LeBron got it, and I feel like you should have at least more, at least more range than Kobe. At least, man, if you can't get more than Jordan, at least you have more than Kobe. Because he can't do numbers, it. He got to in order for him to do it, he got to do it on the Lakers. So we are gonna see how you yeah. feel about it down the road when it come down to that, man. Yeah, couple more questions. Yeah, couple more questions, and then we're gonna get you up out of here, bro. A lot of your pieces are inspired by Michael Jackson. Uh, I was a big Michael Jackson fan coming up as well. I remember uh, when he would do like the concerts, my mom, when, we, when he would have them on pay-per-view, my mom would, it would be like a watch party, like a, like how you would do uh, coming and watching the Super Bowl. We would have food out, we'd invite family over and kind of just like get around the TV and watch him do his thing. Talk to us about, you know, how Mike Jacks, uh, like how he inspires some of your artwork and just coming up and watching him. Yeah, man. It was a funny story, funny, funny fact is that my mom actually named me after Michael Jackson. And oh, my middle, man. yeah, my middle name was, is, is Jermaine. <laughs> so, because <he> <laughs> of Jermaine Jackson? Oh, chill out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, my name That's is crazy. Michael Jermaine. Yeah, man. So, she named me after uh, she was a Jackson Five fan. She could have named me all, all of uh, after all of them. She probably would have, but uh, but not just Jackson Five fan. So my name is Michael Jermaine Dowdy. But yeah, man. So you know Michael Jackson. You know one thing about him, he he's a king. You know what I mean? And like I said, when you got no dads, you got no role models. You know you look up to people that look like well, I ain't gonna say look like you. <laughs> But, Yo, uh, chill. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, chill, dog. <laughs> I ain't gonna say that, but you know, Yo. they, you know, in the beginning, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh my god! But you know, you know, you know, the people that came to come from where you from, you know what I mean? You see them, the things that the accolades they they have and. Uh, you know, the things they accomplished in life. I mean, nobody tops Michael Jackson. You know right. what I mean? Nobody tops him. So I feel like, you know, he's forever a legend. You know what I mean? Even though, you know, they, you know, it's a lot of things attached to his name that, that aren't good. I feel like his, his status, like who he is, it outshines all the negativity, man. Yeah, like that's how big he is. He was so big he couldn't even have a, a normal life at all. And I'm not saying that's what I want, but I at least want a piece of what he had, just something, so I can 
one day show my kids, have, raise my kids in a better place, and, and do the things I, um, that I that I enjoy on a, on a higher scale, and uh, be more influential to to the masses, man. One thing about me, I love to motivate people. I love to give people something, something they can chew on and enjoy and digest and stuff like that. And I feel like my Jackson was the same way. My Jackson was always about spreading messages. And you can hear that in his song. So I feel like, man, like, even though I am Mike, at the same time, I still want to be more like him. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man. So I, I looked up to dudes like him and, and others as well. That's dope, bro. Let's talk about these sneakers real quick. I know, you know, the sneaker culture in Philly is really, like, it's different, but it's still, like, you can get in there and I'll put Philly sneaker scene up against anybody. Shout out to Common Ground. Uh, for people that shop at Villa, Villa actually originated in Philly. Yeah. What you got going on in the closet, bro? What did you, what did, what were you wearing coming up? What you got, what you rocking when you in Philly? What what shoe do we got to put on when we go to get these cheese steaks when that thing, when we, when we back outside? My number one sneaker, my number one brand, of course, is Nike. Uh, like I love the Nike. Uh, uh, I think uh, the, uh, the uh, I think it's the Brown Elevens. I love them. I don't think I'm gonna wear them, but them gonna be hot. I love, you know, a lot of people don't like them, but I like, you know, Harachi. Uh, you know, I, I don't know why. I don't know which ones? They fine. That's a, yeah, I mean, I don't know why a lot of people don't like them. It's so weird. Yeah, I think a Philly great though. Kobe Water, he made Hirachi's famous. That's a Philly legend. Yeah, I, I'm like, what the heck? Like, I don't understand. But uh, I'm, I'm gonna tell you when I was. I'm gonna tell you when I was coming up, bro. Uh, like, I, I tell the story a bunch of times. Like, I, I Jordans is my thing. Mike's is my thing, obviously, just because of the city influence. But I wasn't able to get Mike's until I got my job and it was able to pay for them myself. So okay. my mom's when we were coming up. She had me in like all types of stuff, van like the Nike Vandals, like the, the dad shoe, and then I would I had a pair of Rodmans and a pair of Pippins growing up, like the up tempos. But I never had a pair of Mikes until I was in high school and I was able to buy them myself. But I okay. will tell you the the one shoe that I loved and I got a bunch of different renditions of it was the Answer Fours. When that mm. when 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 oh, Iverson was yo. MVP status and he yeah. had that it's commercial hard. with Jada Kiss, oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> Even on the court, yeah. we stay fly. Jada and AI, make sure you go get the A five dog. That I had Dang. that shoe. I had that for my football cleats. I had like two or three different refreshes of that joint. I love those. The answer with the zipper in the middle. Oh yeah. Man. Oh man, that, those are the ones that he had on when he stepped over top when he stepped over Teron Lou, right, Mo? Yeah, no one. Yep. Yeah, in the finals, those are, bro. After he did that, I'm, I gotta have those. Have to yeah. have those, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. AI think is crazy, but you know what's weird though, yo? Mm. I never, never liked Jordans. Never. Yeah. You the Never first. Uh, huh, huh, yeah, huh. Uh, yo, I swear Jordan sneakers. Not 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 all of them. The Jordan Eleven. Yo, them Jones is crazy, dog. Yeah, for sure. Them Jones. This probably is my favorite Jones, and I actually got a pair of them. That's my only Nike. Um, I'm Jordan, but I don't know, dog. The rest of the Jordan Jones. Of course, the rest. You know, the retro one classic. You know, can't knock them Jones at all. Right. Um, but 
everything else, so I don't think I can do it, man. I think that as far as like classic wear, I think that as far as having them, I would definitely love to have them. But I don't think I can wear them. But, um, you just hold on to them. Yeah, I'll hold on. I would definitely buy them, John, just to have it in collection. Like, yo, I got some Jordans. Probably one day get a sign by them. But um, I ain't never liked Jordans, dog. They just look funny to me. I don't understand it. That's but Jordan 11? I've never heard this. Never, I, ever. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's weird, right? It's weird, but it's weird. But I'm like, I don't know, man. It's Jordan. Cause you, you can't deny Jordan. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I don't like it. Man, we're going to we're gonna have to get you back. We're going to have to bring you back to have this conversation. I know. We're going to have to do, forensic. Have to do forensic files on this one, bro. No, man. I, I, I lost a little, uh, you know, piece of my black card. For that <laughs> but, nah, I don't know, man. Maybe I got to do a review. But nah, you with us, you with us, bro. You you cool, you good. We gonna we gonna yeah. vouch for you. It's all good. As long as you keep pumping out this amazing artwork, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll give you a pass on that. Listen, amazing. bro, we talked a little bit. We talked a little bit beforehand about what you got coming up. I know you can't give us everything, but we would love to see you know what you got coming down the pipeline, down the road, bro. I think that I, I'm sure you have high goals for yourself. I would love for the Sixers to get you the commission to redo the court to do some, like, marketing for them in terms of, like, advertising for season tickets. I would love to see the Eagles get you involved, bro. The Phillies. I would love to see your artwork up and down the city, bro. Like, no. for, 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 you to be a, for you to put on that Philly family piece and put them Philly legends up there, I need, I need somebody to come in. Even if it's Rich, bro, I need him to come in and collab and throw you up there because in my eyes, bro, you a Philly legend as well. They got Joe Frazier. Rocky Balboa, Meek Mill, Jilly from Philly. They need Mike D in that joint too, bro. Yo, man, a lot of people are telling me that. But, you know, I, I, I don't wait for somebody else to put me in. I don't like to put myself in. But uh, I, I see one, I'll tell you one thing, that uh, I am working on the L.A. joint, and I did put myself in it only for, like, strategy reasons because L.A. is, like, my second home. Like, when I was in 10th grade, when I was in 10th grade, I actually, uh, my school, I went to like a public, a very public school. Anybody can get in that gym. And, <laughs> yeah. And, but one thing my school did for me, well, one of my teachers did for me, he wrote a letter to USC and asked me, can I join their summer program? And they accepted me for free. And wow. that's why, that's what, and that's where I learned about graphic design for the very first time. And that's why I fell in love with it. So if I never, if my teacher never did that for me, I never would have went, and I never would have done graphic design. You remember the and teacher's name? Was, yeah, uh, James Peterson, Mr. Peterson. Shout out to Mr. Peterson. Uh, yeah, he did that for me, man. It was huge, because it basically first, it, it started off what I'm doing now. But um, I actually, so I actually put myself in the L.A. picture that I'm doing, because that's like my second home. And I got myself, I got me and Ellen, uh, you know, uh, linked up. Like we just chilling together, whatever, like that. Yeah. And I'm doing, I'm doing that because I'm trying to make the Ellen show. Right. right. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm put, I'm putting that in there, so one day I can say, you know what, I saw this happening with us, so I want to see if I can, you know, do this. And uh, so I'm gonna drop, I'm gonna drop that with the intentions of uh, getting on the show because one thing about the Philly family joint, it went viral for the probably for the wrong reason because the lack of 
Right. So yeah. I'm actually going to take that same approach with the LA John. I'm going to take, I'm going to leave some people out, but secretly I'm going to have them stash in part two and three. Right. 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 And Strategy. when I, that's that, right. chess, that's that chess game you was talking about earlier. Right. Right. Yeah. Dog. I play chess every day, dog. Every single day. Um, but now I'm, I'm keep them in the suck. So when they say, oh, you missing so-and-so, I'm going to say, actually, I have them. Get me on the Ellen show, and I'll reveal the rest. So um, if I get on the Ellen show, then I'll be able to reveal it live on TV. can talk about the L.A. culture, talk about what's going on in the world, and stuff like that. So if I get on the show, that would be kind of love. Uh-huh. Speaking of man, existence, well, bro, I will, I, it's going to happen. Man, Mo, I don't know about you, bro, but... I would love to see a Chicago family picture. I was just about to get into it. We like, got to put the bug in LA. the gym, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, Chicago, you know throw your boys in the back. You already know, dog. <laughs> you already know. You might be surprised when I'm already working on You never know. You might oh, work? a little Windy okay. City joint one oh, day. Oh, work? I, I was just playing. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Everybody's yeah. Going up. You don't know by now, talking about Shot Sam. But yeah, man, got, I got I to gotta do something for a lot of cities out there, so coming to a, a city near you, I guess. Straight up, <laughs> straight up, yeah. bro. But we appreciate you pulling up on us, bro. This Absolutely. was this was well worth it. We've been we've been really excited to have you on. I can't wait to see what else you got coming down. I, like I, I've already told people, I got two pieces right now, but it's my goal to make sure that I fill my crib with authentic artwork from from you man we would love to get yeah. something done from you down the road hopefully we still in the atmosphere you after you get on the ellen show you don't forget about the little folks you know what i'm saying uh, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey mike before what we get up that, out of here man. though hey before we get out of here plug your plug your content man tell people where they can find yeah, you. yeah where can they, they find you at bro them we t-shirts, know t-shirts them hoodies that dope stuff let them know yeah yeah so i'm on um, all platforms on uh at more than mike d uh, you can find me on all platforms with that more than Mike D. Um, you can check out my website, uh, www.buymikeD.com. It's D-Y-M-I-K-E-D.com. And, um, yeah, man, check me out. Hopefully you love it. Hopefully you support it. But it's all up. Check him out, yes, man. Sir. My brother, Mike, we appreciate, appreciate you. you tapping in with us, bro. Don't let it be too Yo, long man. before we get with you next time, for real. Oh, uh, you know you're a hippie at any time. Gotta keep right, going. going. Two words, I'm gone. Two words, keep going. More than Mike D. Mike Dowdy, we appreciate Thank you checking you so much, in bro. with us, bro. Thank you for coming on the show, big dog. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, man. Amazing interview, bro. Yeah, man. Hey, Mike is really doing a lot of great things in the art world. And you see, you know, what a little faith, a little determination, and, you know, just some consistency will do for you, man. Honestly. Yeah, 1,000%. Yeah, man. So we closing up. I'm another good, bro. I'm yeah, feeling man. good, bro. Another, another you know, uh, target practice down. Hit some targets. <laughs> With our boy Mike D. We got more in the stash coming for y'all, man. I hope y'all enjoyed that interview i mean i loved it i love getting some insight on you know how that artwork is made and you know you got what's your thoughts chris man it got you thinking about getting a couple of pieces huh oh yeah i'm already i was already shopping while he was talking i'm on a computer over here like yeah i'm grabbing that i'm getting that hoodie now nah, bro got 
he got some heat. So y'all should definitely go check him out. Um, check out that website, see what he's got going on. Some very thought conscious, uh, some very conscious pieces on on his um, IG too. That'll really have you in all stuff that's speaking, stuff that's speaking Man. to the situation right now, stuff that we going through right now. This boy yeah. been on it. He's he's with. Yeah. When you hear about, when you hear people say like you're before your time, that's what we're talking about with this brother Mike Dowdy right here. More than Mike D on Instagram, we're gonna post some of his stuff on ours as well. Make sure y'all continue to check in with us at the Hitman Podcast at Labeled and Known at Mo underscore S A L one. Make sure y'all hit us up in the mailbag, the Hitman Podcast at gmail.com to find out more information about where you can find his artwork. And just tapping in with Mike, he's an unbelievable individual. He's a humble guy. And with all the cosigns and all the success that he had, it's all just been manifested through faith and staying down within your craft. If we can tell y'all anything, we drew inspiration from him as well, just with yeah. the podcast, just with the vision. It's like-minded people like Mike that keep us going and keep us bringing this heat, this crack to y'all, because it's all about staying down. It's all about being faithful and realizing that there's a bigger picture in mind. Yes, sir. Well said, bro. So you got anything good. else for him before man. we get up out of here, bro? Oh, man, you know. Tell us about this trip. Stop being bro, secretive. Bro. You say you was at, I was unplugged, remote location. Da, was, da, 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 da. What's up? Bro, I was I was laid what back. What happened, bro? I was relaxed. I got away. Just took a trip to, to get away from the madness. I just had to. Got to breathe, man. And then, and part yeah. of that was getting rid of my phone for a little bit, you know, getting rid of the computer for a little bit. You know, sitting back and looking at the stars and all that cool shit, you know. But now I'm back, you know. I'm back from my hiatus, <laughs> my hiatus, man. I'm still, I'm still on chill mode right now, as you can see. I had technical difficulties getting in, and I don't understand it. But you know, I'm glad to be back. Glad to be doing a show with you. Definitely glad to be talking to Mike. And uh, we got some stuff coming next week, man. Some more, some yeah, more, a lot yeah, of sports, yeah, yeah. a lot of sports news around the world starting to happen. I don't know if you took a look yeah. at some of that stuff today, but we'll we'll tap into some of that next week. But you know, I'm glad to be back, bro. Don't forget to check us out each and every week. We're gonna be back next week, same bat time, same bat channel. Yeah. We out of here. Peace.